are listening to the Family of Virtues podcast. Here, we aim to share inspirational thoughts and discussions related to the role of a parent as an educator and guide, so we can support children to grow through the many challenges of life and to help them turn these challenges into moral victories. Thank you for joining me on the Family of Virtues podcast. I would like to take this opportunity to thank our listeners from all over the world who have been tuning in these past weeks to listen to the podcast week in and week out. We have listeners from Jakarta, Indonesia, Bogor, Samarinda, East Kalimantan, again in Indonesia, Hong Kong, Singapore, India, Jordan, China, North Carolina, Minnesota, Columbus, San Diego, California, Virginia, Maryland, Nebraska, all in the United States. And also listeners from the UK, Netherlands, France, Chile, and New Zealand. Thank you so much for your support. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, remember to leave us a five-star review and comment for a shout-out in a future episode. Your support means the world to us. Please remember to subscribe to Family of Virtues on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Family of Virtues. Next Friday, we talk to Joseph Hamer, author of Brain Awake. Joseph is an elementary school teacher and an advocate for social and emotional learning. We focus on the virtue of determination as we discuss how important it is for parents to understand how to support their children through the challenges of life and to help them build resilience. It implies uh, with challenges and creativity, but with determination, we will succeed. And, and that's really what we all want for our children, isn't it? Success. No matter what that success looks like, we long for our children to have success. So tune in next Friday for our purposeful discussion with Joseph Hamer. Now, onto our Virtues Reflection. I'm using the official Virtues Reflections cards available from virtuesproject.com. The electronic versions of the cards are available through an app called Virtues Cards, available on the App Store and Google Play Store. Let's get started. Courage. Courage transforms fear into determination. It is embracing life fully without holding back, doing what must be done even when it is difficult or risky. When we are tempted to give up, courage supports us to take the next step. It allows us to face adversity with confidence. Courage opens us to new possibilities and gives us the strength to sacrifice what we love. At times, we need courage to accept the truth and to pick ourselves up after a mistake, ready to make amends and try again. Courage gives me strength to make this journey with all my heart. We are living in an extremely competitive world, and it is easy for us to think that success equals happiness, and that to be successful, you have to be bigger, better, stronger, smarter, or have certain qualities that not many people have. Yes, certainly there are many things that lead to success, but some of the virtues that you need for achieving success is resilience, determination, and courage. 
we have heard of many inspirational stories of success. And behind all of those were product failures, book publisher rejections, and playing on the losing side. There is only one way that can get failures, rejections, and losers to success. And that is the courage to get out of a slump. So what is courage? When we think of courage, we think of big and powerful people, super confident, powerful and impressive. But on the inside, courage is a little messy. There's fear, there's anxiety, uncertainty, doubt. The inside and the outside must exist together. If there is no fear, then why would we ever need courage? Courage may mean being nice to the new kid in class even when no one wants to talk to them. It may mean owning up when we make a mistake. It may mean trying something new or standing up for what is right. And more often than not, there are no big trophies or celebrations for the courageous acts we do in life. Our courage will make a difference, but it won't necessarily be so apparent at that moment in time. Sometimes one decision may take years for us to see the result of. We cannot always protect our children. Our job is to raise our children so that they can become independent and find their own purpose in life. But sometimes, instead of enjoying our children, we end up always wanting to fix and fret over their issues. Yes, there is pain in parenting when we see our children go through problems. But without experiencing pain themselves, they cannot grow strong. They will not learn to swim. And with all the parental protection, the child will not be able to swim alone. When we rescue our children, if something happens to them, we are providing them with an unrealistic view of the world. We should be using such opportunities as teachable moments so they understand what is important and what isn't and that we need to have courage, be flexible, be tolerant, be patient and persevere when things don't happen how we expect them to. Our urge to overprotect our children is based on our own fear and we go into creating miracles on demand slowly hindering the development of strength in our children. Real protection means teaching children to manage risks on their own, not shielding them from every hazard. Some of us seem to have this thing called a worry vacuum that we must start to fill up every time we feel it's empty. We just need something else to worry about. How to know if you're spending too much time worrying about your children? If you notice 
that even during seemingly perfect moments, we're thinking about potential problems ahead, we are worrying too much. Another sign, if our children seem overly cautious or anxious. Many times we have witnessed children on field trips, on holidays, who would refuse to do something. Something as simple as wearing a helmet or gloves because her mother or father told her not to wear anyone else's clothes or belongings or hats as they may be dirty. It'll give you allergies. Many students at camp are worried about flies and that they may bite or the icky mud as they just can't get dirty or even the rain. I remember once we were in Paris and had just finished touring the Notre Dame. We were standing outside it and it started raining. Everyone started rushing for shelter to nearby buildings. And we rushed towards the cafe just next to the cathedral. While the staff was trying to accommodate everyone inside, one waiter came out and urged for patience and said, relax, it's just water. It's a part of life. It dawned on me then that we find it hard to live in the moment. What or who are we protecting? Parents who worry raise worrying children who see the world as overwhelming and threatening. And if your spouse or your child's teacher or adult friends tell you, I don't see what you're so worried about. He seems just fine to me. We might want to lighten up a bit and be thankful. So here are some ways that we can nurture courage in our children so that they can become resilient and determined. Kids will step up or down based on what we expect out of them. So if we speak to them about courage and confidence, if we speak to them about challenges and how we can see them persevering, or we tell them when we see how determined they are by learning how to code without giving up, and at times when they feel a little deflated, we remind them that they are determined. They are one of the bravest people we know because of what they have been through and how they can do it all again. If we speak to them about all of these things, then they will know that they have courage. They have confidence. Let us prevent ourselves from being overly critical when things don't go well. All successful people have come from a place of failure and rejection. Every experience that our children go through will add to their knowledge, their skills, and provide them with the necessary wisdom and discernment as they move ahead. We must give space for imperfection. If we kept waiting for things to be perfect before we started something, we can lose plenty of time and opportunity. We cannot always be ready. Sometimes that spark, that fire burning inside us, we just need to let go. We just need to dive in. So encourage our children to take that first step. Try something new. Children are natural risk takers. 
Ever since they tried to walk, no matter how many times they fell and hurt themselves, they still picked themselves up and tried again. But the older they got, and due to their conditioning, they have become more conscious, they have become more risk-averse. Let loose. Let them know that they are strong, that they can cope, and that they are not fragile. Create an environment that supports this. How? By being the example. Let us discuss with them when we felt nervous about our life-changing moments. We need to honor our spirit and have these family moments where we share these experiences with them of yesteryears, of our fear, of our sadness, our anxiety, our frustration. And when we were vulnerable, and it's okay to feel vulnerable, but how did we push ourselves to get through it? What we thought would work, what worked, what didn't work. Children love listening to these stories and it sets a good example to them for their lives. Don't be offended when our kids ask questions. Encourage them. Give them space to discuss. It helps build trust, openness, and they're able to rely on us for advice as long as we provide it respectfully in a non-judgmental way. We have seen movements for wonderful causes around the world started by teenagers. Young minds have great potential to make things happen. Their desire for being heard, having an opinion, to challenge the norms should be encouraged. As long as we've trained them well and they understand the virtues of tact, respect, honesty, integrity, as long as they have a strong anchor and their moral compass is functioning, then discussions should be encouraged and action should be too. And most importantly, the outcome is not important. The goal should be courage. The goal should be the process. The goal should be one of discovery. One process can always lead to another and the outcome can always shift. We can always get over a disappointment, but it is the process that we discover ourselves in and develop the tools for further exploration. Let us celebrate courage. Let's talk about it. Create a ritual once a week where we share the one thing that we did that required courage, something that was tough this week and how we got through it. As we discuss these with the family, our children will understand that courage comes in different forms and that struggle is a part of life. And while many of us initially thought about courage as some grand big way of defeating enemies with giant laser beams, the truth is that our children are defeating their fears every single day. Each of them are heroes in their own right. We just need to help them realize it. We need to call them out for being courageous when they've demonstrated it. Once they know they have it, then they will always be able to use it every time they feel scared or confused. Because it is so important to know 
that when you need a giant laser beam, that it is within you and you can always activate it. The Practice of Courage I reach beyond my comfort zone. I welcome new challenges. I do what I know is right regardless of the costs. I face the truth with humility and openness. I don't allow my fears to hold me back. I fully accept life's invitations. I am thankful for the gift of courage. It allows me to spread my wings. Thank you once again for joining me for our Virtues Reflections. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Family of Virtues. Remember to tune in next week for Joseph Hamer's interview on determination. Thank you, and God bless us all.